Hello there my friend and welcome to the Ayurveda and Psychology podcast. I am Charlotte Skogsberg, your host for this podcast. I am enchanted to meet and to take you with me on this journey into the human psyche viewed from the holistic approach of yoga and Ayurveda and viewed from the modern man approach of clinical psychology and psychoanalysis. So have something nice to drink next to you, maybe a cup of tea, have a seat, or go out for a nice walk in nature maybe. Enjoy. In today's episode, I will talk to you about Ayurveda, and I will talk to you about evening routines. Now, there's a couple of things that I want to say before I get into my own routine. And number one is that if you haven't yet listened to the episode two weeks ago on morning routine, do go and listen to that again because it starts off with explaining why it's actually essential to have a routine in itself, not necessarily just the morning one, but why routine is important for us. Today, we have scientists proving the importance of routine for our mental, physical and emotional well-being, but also just simply the fact that our habit formation is completely linked to routine and therefore it's essential to actually have routines in order to learn things and to learn new behavior. And that is one of the reasons um, that I want to emphasis on, put the emphasis on for this episode specifically. And the reason for that is, is because people who are experiencing difficulties with sleep needs to be even more disciplined when it comes to evening routines. And so when we talk about difficulties with sleep, it is not only people who find it hard to fall asleep, it is also people who wake up during the night, even though they might have fallen asleep quickly. And it's also people who are experiencing kind of like a bad quality of their sleep. So basically, when they wake up in the morning, not feeling rested and also noticing signs during the day of lack of sleep, even though they might have gotten the hours in. And so in that case, they might not have gotten the amount of deep sleep that they need. And they will notice physical sensations in the day. And they will also notice, for instance, sleepiness in the day or tiredness. And they might also experience problems that are often linked to vata, for instance, let's say migraines or headaches, um, spaciousness feeling. But they can also be actually uh, sleep-deprived um, signs of pita or kapha as well, whereas in um, overheating or just difficulties to regulate your mood or, on the contrary, from the kapha perspective, depressed signs actually. So heaviness, feeling sadness, feeling low, all of this can actually be linked to a bad quality of sleep and especially I want to say for the kapha people because usually they don't find problems sleeping so they sleep a lot, but the quality of their sleep might not always be so good, and which is why they will, during the day, then experience this uh, these symptoms of bad quality sleep. This is why it might be important for you to look over your 
routine in the evening before sleeping. I will give you the routine that I have and I want to also, because I want to be really transparent and honest with everyone, being very genuine, say that this is not necessarily the routine that I have every evening. But this is a routine that I've noticed helps me. So therefore, when I go through moments where I really have difficulties with sleep, which is common for me, or when I go through moments where I notice the signs in the daytime, I will come back to this routine. Me personally, I am a person who, me personally, I am a person who have through my whole life experienced issues with sleep. And so when I was younger, especially before actually my yoga life, I would experience the insomnia that have you, well, what we usually know as insomnia, which means not being able to fall asleep at night and experiencing then the situation where, oh gosh, I can't fall asleep. That stresses me out. So it will makes me even more, it will take me even further from the possibility to fall asleep. And then it's the, if I fall asleep now, I get so many hours of sleep, etc., etc., etc. When I started doing yoga, and especially when I started doing it more, I was going to say more religiously. <laughs> I didn't mean it in the sense that you might think. So I mean more committed. I kind of lost that. I got rid of that difficulty of falling asleep at night. It happens ever so often now and then if there's something specific in my life. And then what I would experience instead, and this only happened really when I moved to the tropics, when I moved to Bali, um, was that I would have the 3 a.m. wake-ups instead. So in those situations, I would fall asleep quite well and then wake up somewhere between two and four, let's say, and impossible to go back to sleep again. I know that that's a common one. And so I want to say to anyone listening, if this is something that you have, I feel you. It's really difficult. And before we get to understand why, I mean, before I understood that the, why this would happen, it was a struggle for me because I really didn't understand um, how this was possible. And it's, there's many different explanations to this, but one, one that really resonated with me and that I noticed when I worked on would help was that actually somewhere from 1 a.m., 1, 2 a.m., we start to produce cortisol, the stress hormone. And we do that so that it happens really, it, it's producing very slowly and progressively so that when we come towards the end of the night, it will wake us up. So I was actually not having a good quality in my sleep, which means that as soon as that happened, it would wake me up then instead. And then also, most probably, producing far too much of it. So basically, my stress levels were too high, which is why I would wake up at that time of the night. And you could also see it in other situations of my day that my stress levels were too high. But before I understood that and before I then started to actually work on other things in life to reduce the stress levels, it was hard to understand why do I wake up at that time. It is also a quite typical PETA situation. It's also when your liver is detoxing. So if your PETA is high, your liver might also be overly stimulated. Anyway, all of that just to say that when it comes to having an evening routine so that you get a good night's sleep, 
I know a lot of it. I've been experimenting with it. And now that I sleep better at the moment, for instance, I'm sleeping quite well. I don't need to necessarily do exactly the same thing every night. But the reason that we need to do this as a routine for quite some time before it's effective is also a mindset situation. You see, the more we get convinced that we will not sleep, <laughs> well, the more we will not sleep. So we need to change the mindset or the belief around sleep for it to actually have an effect. And as you may know, because I think I've said it probably quite a few times before, or you might have heard it from elsewhere, how do we change a pattern of behavior? Well, we change it through habit formation. So that means integrating something new as a pattern, as a routine, as a habit or a behavior, and then sticking to it regularly so that it integrates, right? So this is also why we need to then have a routine in the evening that becomes a habit so that we begin to train ourselves, to really condition ourselves for sleep. And once it starts to then have an effect on it, little by little, we begin to change the belief about our capacity to actually stay asleep. And once we feel confident that we're going to then sleep, then naturally we will also sleep. So it's all really this mindset thing once again that's really important to integrate. All right, so now that we've established that, what do I do? Well, one of the most important things that is hard for a lot of people for several reasons, social and then also our own personal ones, we need to have the last meal of the day at least two hours before going to bed. And that meal, okay, that meal needs to be light, okay? It needs to be light, but it also needs to contain carbohydrates so that I will bring my stress levels down as well because they help to do that. It's why, for instance, some people when they fast, it's really hard to sleep because um, they might be a little bit too light actually and especially the food that they're putting in their belly. And also, depending on your constitution, of course, once again, it's always a, extremely unique. What you need to have in that meal will vary. So for me personally, I do know that getting some, especially when I'm going through insomnia periods, having some nice and kind of comfort foodie thing is really beneficial for me. So that means, it doesn't mean that it needs to be pizza and absolutely not pizza actually, but just to paint your pit, the picture for you, rice is very good. Some white rice um, uh, with the rest of whatever you're having for dinner. Um, also one thing that I actually experienced with, experimented with at one point that was quite helpful as well was I had actually um, porridge. I made from oats porridge with... Um, a banana that I cooked in it as well, which, which can also be quite helpful. Now, this is quite heavy. So, for instance, someone who has quite a lot of kapha, I would not recommend it for dinner. This would be specifically for very vata people, okay? So, if you have a really thin structure, for instance, of your body, and you're quite thin and, for instance, either very tall or quite small, and thin limbs and quite dry skin and things like that, then something like that could definitely be 
helpful. Having your dinner, for instance, around six o'clock is a good option. I know that for some people this is hard, either for social reasons or also because you're planning to go to bed later than eight and therefore the idea of eating at six just feels like you're going to be hungry by the time you go to bed. So just try to eat as close to 6 p.m. as possible, especially when you're going through these times. You have to remember what's a priority for you, right? You're having your dinner, which is something that's comforting. Good to have some carbohydrates, but it's not too heavy. Then what I also do is I make sure, and I know this one is hard, to switch off all screens at least one hour before at least one hour before going to bed. Talking about screens, of course, it's phone and computer and, you know, TV, all of it, of course. So one of the things that I would do for this, because living on my own in the evening, naturally being connected to social media or being able to watch uh, my favorite Netflix show was also comforting in the evening, right? And if you don't have someone that you share your household with, then it can also be more complicated because then it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Just like read a book. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, it's not always easy to actually make yourself do it. Saying it, yes, but doing it, maybe not. So one of my favorite things that I would do, and this I find really helpful, is that I would do yin yoga. I would, let's say that I would go to bed at nine. So I would have my dinner somewhere between 6 and 6.30. And then around 7.38, I would switch off. I would not look at anything anymore. And I would go on my mat. I would listen to something, though. That's, that's I think, is quite okay to do. So I would personally, at that time, either choose to listen to some really soothing music. Like, for instance, you might have seen already yourself on like YouTube or anywhere, you find these like hour long, several hour longs of meditation music. And it's usually kind of like chakra balancing or like root, da, 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 whatever, solar plexus, all of that doesn't really matter. Whatever feels good to you, really. Either that or one of my absolute favorite is to listen to Louise Hay, 101 Positive Affirmations. She's got a very, for me, a very soothing, calming voice, kind of like this, like a grandmother's or a mother's, you know, voice listening to. And it's just everything that she's saying is just really enhancing of anything positive. And we want to go to bed positive as well. That's really important. So since that lasts for an hour, probably maybe even more, it would be perfect for me to do some yin yoga during that time. So I would go on my mat, listen to Louise Hay, 101 positive affirmations, and I would practice yin yoga. I would hold each pose for three to five minutes, and you'll be amazed how quickly an hour passes. By the time that you have finished that, I can assure you that you are quite relaxed, in quite a nice mood, and you're starting to feel quite ready to go to bed. Now, if it was really a time where sleep was difficult for me, I would add on the secret golden milk of Ayurveda, some warm milk where you add a tiny bit of nutmeg, dry ginger, and 
if you're a pita person and it's in summer, a little bit of cardamom as well is really good. If you are vata or kapha person, some turmeric is also nice. Pita, not necessarily because it is quite heating. And something sweet. So a little bit of honey or sugar or something like that. Okay. Ideally, if you can and if you can find it, and especially when you have really issues with sleep, raw organic cow's milk really does the trick. Otherwise, you can also go for nut milks and these kinds, like for instance, soy milk, I've tried, is a good option. Oats milk as well is good. A little bit look at what you can find. And so I would in that case have this warm milk at this time after my yin yoga one hour, and then I would sit down, read something pleasant. Don't take out, you know, your police uh, thriller books or whatever, I don't know, but <laughs> I can't find the right word for them right now, but you know what I mean. Or even, you know, something that you need to study. I would really recommend to go for something that is light, that is easy, that is gentle, that is nice, makes you feel good and read of that, okay? So that can be like some kind of novel or me, I love reading The Book of Awakening written by Mark Nepo, who's a poet. Um, and you can just choose a couple of pages. You know, you don't have to read for an hour. You can read for 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on how you're feeling. And then lights out and you sleep. And then when we sleep, ideally, we want to try to have a couple of things. We want to try to have a cool room. So this means below 20 degrees Celsius, ideally. We want to have a dark room, so it doesn't have to be pitch black, but the darker, the better, because obviously light is there to tell us to be awake, okay? So naturally, when we have, it will make it harder for us to fall asleep. And we want to be in a quiet, as much quiet as possible. So there's a few things, obviously, due to the way we live today, that we can use in order to make that happen. And especially for those who find it hard to fall asleep, I would highly recommend to invest in some earplugs and an eye mask for sleep. And always have that with you, even when you go traveling. And it's especially good when you go traveling and when you're on airplanes or whatnot or trains or anything like that, because when you travel, your vata is um, active, very active. And therefore, there's a much higher risk to find it hard to sleep while you're traveling. And so if we can help ourselves to stay in something quite similar to our usual habitual routine when it comes to sleeping patterns, then it will make it easier to actually fall asleep. So there you go for my routine. And one thing that I also wanted to mention, and this is really essential, Go to bed at the same time and wake up in the morning at the same time every day. Don't change because it's the weekend or don't change because you couldn't sleep so you sleep in several hours. It's absolutely not beneficial. It will not help you. On the contrary, it's better even if you had a really bad sleep and you didn't fall asleep when you wanted to, still get yourself out of bed early. Get into your routine you're training your nervous system, you're training your body. Yes, you might be tired in the day. That's okay. It will most probably 
help to become more tired in the evening that's to come. And you can also do some really beautiful meditations or self-hypnosis or yoga nidra in the mid-morning. So kind of after the kapha time, which means somewhere after 10 when pita starts, if you have the possibility and you didn't sleep, to lay down for like a 20, 25 minute, maybe, maybe not too long, because sometimes it also makes it hard for us to then activate ourselves again. But one of those, and the sleep hypnosis, I love them. You should be able to find my guided meditations that can help you. Or Michael Seely on YouTube has hundreds and hundreds of self-hypnosis meditations to follow. So that's a really good option as well. Please let me know if this was in any way helpful for you. Please let me know as well what your situation is. It really helps me as well to know how to orient what I'll talk about. And let me know what your routines are and what has helped you and what might not have helped you as well. It's not only for me and for you. It's also actually for other people who listen to this and who follow because if they do, it's most probably because they're interested. And so what you have to say is also helpful. So if you're listening on Apple, you can comment and all of that on Apple. Or you can also go straight into my social media Instagram. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast and this episode. I am very grateful. If you enjoyed this and you think that other people could enjoy this please help me to spread the word share this episode on any channel that you have of social media or messaging and even more so I would really appreciate if you know one other person who might benefit from my words today specifically take that one minute it takes to simply share this episode with one person remember that there's a human being on the other side of your phone, of your earpods, of this microphone. And I would love to hear your thoughts on what I've been talking about. So please leave a comment, send me a message directly if you wish. This is Charlotte, this is me. See you next time. Namaste.